What did I learn from being a selfish bitch? Again, I'm just talking about my experience and what I had to do in order to become part of a successful relationship, not only with my husband, my partner, but also my family and my children and my friends. What did I have to do to form healthy, compassionate, worthy relationships? We all know we can't change people. That's where I went wrong. That's what I had to learn. That was the life lesson that got me to where I am today. So when I say I know a piece of shit or a toxic person or a narcissistic person, manipulative um, or vindictive, I know them. I can spot one a mile away. Because I remember being that awful nightmare, twisting people's words to benefit me and what I wanted. Being very selfish, you talk yourself, excuse me, I talked myself into what I was doing was okay Because the end result ended up being what I wanted. And it turns out most of it isn't what I wanted anyway. And the end result would be the same. I would get it for a very short period of time. But then it would go away. Because I got it in the wrong way. I participated in life as long as I was... Um, assassinating people's character. I was making moves to get to where I wanted to be in front of whoever I needed to be in front of or wanted to be in front of. Um, I wasn't a good listener. I wanted what I wanted when I wanted it. And I wanted it now. I wanted the perfect relationship. And in order to have perfect relationships, it had to be about me and my wants. Yep, very selfish. And I couldn't figure out why I couldn't maintain relationships with my significant other, whatever, whoever that happened to be at the time, my children, my family, my friends. And it ended up to where I had nothing. And it took a couple of years on my own to figure out just how awful I had been as a human being. But I always talked myself into, hey, the end result, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm getting what I want, it doesn't matter. Oh, it matters. Because little by little, things started slipping away from me. It's, it's like holding on to somebody so tight 
that they squeeze out between your fingers. Because I had no problem smothering somebody, being needy. Ah! I need you to make me happy. I need you to buy me what I want. I need you to stay right here next to me. I don't want to be by myself. Are any of these things sounding familiar to you? And after several failed relationships, and I've talked about this before, and I will do it till the day I die, I will talk about what I did wrong and how I acknowledged it and did something differently the next time. And it's scary. And then it starts being the new normal of how you handle yourself with other people. I was very jealous of uh, people who were in good relationships, who had good manners, who told the truth, who uh, meant what they said and they said what they meant. I felt like they were being mean to me when they cross, when they uh, set a boundary. How dare you? And all they were doing was protecting themselves from my ugliness. But I saw those types of people as against me. Those were healthy people. I didn't know how to be healthy. Hence my perception of them being a total bitch or mean or ugly or selfish. Oh no, that was all me. That was all me. I'm the common denominator in everything that I choose to have in my life. Now, after my last failed relationship, um, <laughs> I said relationship, right? Blah, 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 PT, whatever. Um, I decided I did not need to be with somebody at that moment or for a little while. I needed to get myself together because I found myself in a very dark, unhappy place. And the longer I was alone, the more I started to realize my actions and my choices and that it was all me. And I tell you what, it's a bitter pill to swallow to have to reach out to people and apologize for your behavior. And with that, some people didn't accept it. But that that wasn't that wasn't what it was about. It was saying what needed to be said so that I could move on and get to a better place. I can't make people forgive me. And that wasn't what it was about. It was about doing the right thing. I was the root of all the ugliness in my life. The choices that I made, the words that I said, the actions that I did. And I'm telling you, most of the time, my actions did not meet 
uh, match my words. I was talking out of both sides of my mouth. And when I started to see things more clearly is when the pain really started to come. I cried a lot. Kept working, kept doing what needed to be done. But the tears were always flowing. Because it's hard to realize I was such an ugly person. I'm ashamed of a lot of the things that I've said and done to people that were supposed to mean something to me so that I could have my way. And a lot of it was about stuff, keeping up with the Joneses. It put a lot of cracks in the relationships that I was actually able to maintain And the very first thing I had to do was forgive myself for being so selfish. With that being said, forgiving myself and moving on was quite the process. It was painful every step of the way. I was in pain. And it wasn't anybody else's fault but my own. But the more I learned and accepted and changed about myself, the better I started to feel about myself. I had to reach out. Not had to. Well, I had to and I wanted to. Reach out to my former significant others. Yes, with an S. And say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being a nightmare. I'm sorry for being a nightmare and I wasn't the partner that you deserved. I was ugly. I was mean. I was cruel. Like a little girl who didn't get her way. And it wasn't okay And I'm sorry. I had to do that a few times. And one of them has not forgiven me. And I've come to terms with it. I have to live with it. But I really do, at the end of the day, wish them the absolute best because they they deserve it. They deserve love just so much as I do. Just as much as I do. We all deserve it. One of my significant others, um, when I moved back to Colorado, he was very, very nervous and jumpy and I'm going to say scared. Of my coming back. And I had to explain that. I wasn't coming back to change anything. I was coming back to be with my family. And that included my son. 
And we had different relationships with the son we had together. And I didn't want to change any of that. I just wanted to be a part of his life. Because I was not very good at being there for people. Especially the people that I care about and I love. If it was an inconvenience, I wasn't going to do it. So I could see how some people would be skeptical or sometimes say something mean or bring up the past or whatever they had to do to protect themselves. I get it. And I did something I hadn't done in a long time. When somebody would tell me what I did wrong, I didn't lash out. I took it. I took the verbal beating because I know that I deserved it. They hadn't had a chance to tell me how they felt about how destructive I was to them. And that's how I knew I grew up. That's how I knew I had changed. I took it. And I valued them more for putting it back on me where it belonged. And believe it or not, it made us all closer. Nothing means more to me than my family. And I almost had to lose them for me to understand how I operated. I am the root. And I did not want my family to dig me out and pour salt on that earth so that it could never come back. I don't know if you understand the reference there, but that the thought of that hurt me more than anything else, not to be a part of my family's life. Thankfully, the damage that was done wasn't so bad that they couldn't forgive me. And actually, one of them is understanding what I went through. And I love how the universe has placed me in their life so I can be there for them without judgment. Because I know what it's like to feel like your family doesn't value you. So that is my message for today is understanding if you don't understand yourself, you will never get along with anyone. That is the bottom line. If you don't know how to appreciate your strengths and your weaknesses, you're never going to get along with anyone. I know, like I said, a toxic person when I see one. And most times, I ignore them. And I know that they're toxic because it pisses them off to no end. I hate dealing with little girls. Grown women who have not matured. I'm much better with, with, 
with the boys, the guys, much better with that. I can kind of maneuver my way around that for whatever reason. I haven't really figured it out yet. Um, if I get really quiet, it means I got nothing to say to you. Um, I love good conversation with anybody. I love to learn from different people. But when it comes to toxic little girls, I'm out. And that's how I know is that it bugs you that you cannot cause a reaction from me because I'm grown. (laughs) You might want to take a lesson in that. There isn't anything wrong with me. There's something wrong with you. And I recognize it because I used to be you. That says something right there. So anyway... That is the lesson again for today is that you are the root and you get to decide how you want to grow. You can completely chop yourself down to the nub, okay? (laughs) You can replant yourself, cut off all the dead limbs and the dead stuff, the weeds that have come all around you because you stopped caring. You just want to be left alone and now you're just full of overgrowth that nobody can even see you anymore. You did that. You let your garden go to shit. But you can also remove the things that don't belong there. Replant yourself and grow. Let the sun shine down on you. When the rain comes, suck it up. Grow those roots deep so that nothing can ever bother you again. You can do this. I believe in you. I'm speaking from my own personal experience. Just when I thought I was worthless, nobody would forgive me. I could never live a normal life, a happy life. I started creating it on my own. I started putting myself out there little by little. Stuck my toe in the pole. I didn't do I didn't do the belly flop. Learned my lesson there. But you can start cutting away the overgrowth that is hiding you from the world. And I know every day is not going to be a good day. But you can start planning for it. I urge you to start thinking about the rest of your life and how you can make a difference to the world around you when you start letting yourself bud. When you start cracking open that shell of a seed and say, I'm back! baby. That's all you need to do.
to start believing in yourself, understanding yourself, and letting yourself grow again. The big word there is again. Because no matter where you are in your life, as long as you are still breathing, you can regrow anytime, any place, anywhere. Don't let anybody else tell you any differently because they would be wrong. And the last thing I want you to believe is that you don't deserve another chance. <laughs>